All right. Wow, Stephen, we are back after an extended hiatus uh, into season two of HOA Nightmares. Well, Stephen, how are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I mean, it's it's glad to be back. I'm out of hiding. I've been cleared of all charges. So, you know, everything is everything is looking up. You know, this is my year. This is your year. This is I feel like this is also our year. I mean, I think that we have had calls from singles of people um, to to get this back. I think there's yeah, been a lot I of think changes. It's been, it's been the, 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 the low to low single digits have been yes. just clamoring for us to come back. More content. You know, I think what's interesting, we've seen a really wild real estate market since we had last recorded and a lot of people have jumped in. Some people are wild it. real estate. <laughs> really? I mean, this is, this is maybe the, this, this is actually, and, and no, no hyperbole necessary. This is historical financial territory for uh, our economy at this point. Uh, so this is kind of a very interesting time to be talking about, you know, how this impacts, you know, the average HOA community. Um, and, uh, and, and, and what's going to happen from, from here. For sure. And you have actually since moved. So you are definitely in this. So tell us a little bit about that. You guys are, 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 you know, muddling your way through home ownership and completing some pretty impressive projects, if I I do say so. Yeah. So we, we now are, are no longer, you know, under the sort of Damocles of an HOA. We live in our own home. There's no HOA in sight. Uh, you know, I've, I've come to terms with, you know, the, my pain from being on the HOA board, <laughs> you know, I'm ready to talk about it again. I'm ready to be heard again. Uh, you know, so, but after <laughs> a lot of trauma comes healing and then we can really, you know, come back and, and examine, whereas I'm still, I'm in the thick of it. I'm still in the throes. You're still, you're still in the middle of it. Although you, you no longer are on the board. So correct? exactly. So what's really worse actually is I'm on the <laughs> shadow board. Um, oh, are you part of the Illuminati? I'm, yeah, exactly. I am part of the South Florida Illuminati HOA community in which I'm not as visible, but I am still getting to do a tremendous amount of work uh, on the back end and navigate um, a, a really important project in our seawall and pool reconstruction, which is going to be really, really interesting. A lot of, lot of moving parts. So I think you know, that was a big reason for wanting to really jump back into this beyond just the clamoring of our audience. But also I picked up a little, um, so my husband and I picked you, up a little before, parcel of land that oh. uh, also came with some really interesting um, notes and documents from, from an HOA. And if, if I may, I'd, I'd love to just read an excerpt from uh, from a recent meeting that really... I do want to hear that, but before you do, I think you... you yes, know, I don't want to breeze past two things. One, are we going to have to rename this Deep State HOA Nightmares? Because <laughs> yes. I think, you yes. know, one thing you don't hear about in the news a lot is, you know, how much work it really is to be in the Deep State. So of much the work. the HOA world. Oh, yeah. Um, it's But two, landed gentry? Is that what I'm hearing? Is uh, <laughs> a little little bit of property ownership? A little Look. bit of... Uh, little bit of land you know a little bit of land uh, in Virginia we are trying to diversify a little bit came across a deal um, still very unsure of what we want to do with it yet but it was an extremely reasonable price and we thought you know uh, it's always good to have options you can you know make it a, a little you know hopefully vacation area for some family and friends to join at some point. Can you or, paint the visitors a picture of, of what what are we looking at with this with this piece of land? Is this like right a, now, like a like a muddy dirt patch or is this an oasis? 
Yeah, this oh, this is certainly not an oasis at all. This is a um a wooded nearly one acre, some hills involved. Um it would require a considerable amount of of work to build. This isn't a, you know, flat field that is has overlooking vistas, but um it's an interesting it is an interesting little little piece of property. Um, it's there. It's Excuse right me. on. It's very close to uh, lake water access. So the community, which is where the HOA comes in, <coughs> has a little clubhouse. I know. Believe me, I was verklempt when I was seeing some of the amenities and and what the work that would need to be be, be done with this. But um, but yeah, it's good. I mean, we're excited. It's something different, and um, there is a community. So there's a little clubhouse with beach access to the lake and. Uh, ping pong tables and you know you could rent it out for parties yeah it's a nice little it's a nice little place I think it's good that you know we at least have it and you know at some point maybe even a developer comes and wants to scoop it out from under us and we can make a little cash and so yeah we're 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 entering into uh, something very different and and new for us but you know we're going to learn as we've done along the way and we'll likely make a number of stumbles as we've done along the way but that's part of the part of the journey well, that sounds, I mean, that's super exciting. I mean, it sounds like, you know, this is kind of, you know, a green field for you, no pun intended, but you get this piece of land and the future is is kind of wide open to do anything and everything that you, you might want to do. For uh, sure. And yeah, interestingly I mean, enough, the, the, one of the reasons... you see this as, as a place of, yeah, I think you, you talked about maybe vacation, but I mean, could this be a permanent situation? I mean, an acre of land, is it all usable? I th- yeah, it's mostly usable. You know, a lot of uh, what we had to go through in the buying process is that it is a septic. So we had to make mm-hmm. sure that um, everything was good on the land in order for a septic system to be put in. You also, We would also have to run water. Right now there isn't anything from, um, from the, the city coming in. So there would still be some infrastructure that was needed. And the seller had initially planned on building on it himself. And one of the interesting things to note was that a catalyst of him wanting to unload is deciding that one, he didn't want to, uh, he no longer had the desire to build on it. And also two, he didn't want to pay the HOA fee um, mm. was a, was one of the deciding factors. And it's just so interesting when you think about perspective because his, it, his head would roll if he understood what HOA fees in the South Florida condo complex, you know, and then the condo. There was just no comparison. Was, no comparison. So it there was funny no to comparison. us. We were like, oh, that's nothing based on what we pay per month of what he's paying per year. But, you know, perspective is everything. And so we said, sure, like, we'll we scoop it up, you know, uh, under you and, and be, be content to pay that HOA knowing what we pay here. And um, so, yeah, so I think that that also was kind of just like a funny piece of perspective that, um, you know, was a good reminder that not everyone is shelling out hundreds of dollars a month in condo culture in South Florida just purely for you know, barely scraping by on operating costs. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, on a relative basis, uh, it, it could be very eye opening. I'm sure, you know, when you compare that or you look at real estate prices in Miami, right. uh, cost of land to the cost of land, you know, uh, somewhere else, mid Atlantic inland, uh, very different, very different. What was also eye opening was going through the minutes of, some yeah, of the so let's get into the there. meat of this. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is up in in the state of Virginia. So very different culture. Um, you know, one some might say, how would you easier. describe the culture? 
Um, you know, it, it's inter- it depends. Uh, it depends on where you are in the state. So this is in a more rural part of the state. So typically what I, you know, would, would have normally ascribed to is very, is a slower culture than, you know, major cities, especially in a place like Miami. Um, a little bit slower, generally kinder, um, you know, people looking out for their neighbor, forming genuine relationships with their neighbors and, you know, having a, a little bit more of a sense of community and, and uh, you know, a more tightly interwoven, um, you know, fabric. And, you know, that was always what I have just gleaned, especially, you know, growing up there. But um, the meetings, uh, the minutes of the meetings of this community told a very different story. The one that I, of course, did not really fully intend on, on you know, understanding until the sale was nearly complete. <laughs> so um, <laughs> so, so what I you're may, saying is that HOAs cross cultural boundaries. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there's there's a lot of, oh yeah, there it, it crosses, it spans culture, but it also just, you know, has a general theme of, I guess, toxicity and potential violence <laughs> that can be mm-hmm. incited at, you know, what should otherwise be a pretty straightforward meeting. I mean, this isn't a, a huge community by any any sense. And, um, the other interesting thing is looking at the different how HOAs are organized. And so, you know, in South Florida, we have a finance committee. We have, you know, a, a number of different, I would say, really block and tackle types of of, um, of, of com- committees that can keep things running. Whereas in Virginia, I was really surprised to see the deer committee and reports, you know, from the deer committee on how many deer are around. Um, in mid-spring, there was a small group that was noted with some tumors, and the Fish and Wildlife Association <laughs> was alerted. And so, I mean, it's it just that was interesting too, where I was like wondering if the fall would also commence a turkey committee or any other local um, local flora and fauna that need to be monitored that we just don't necessarily have here. I mean, you'd think we might have a gator committee or a you know lizard committee, but you know. We, we don't, but I guess we could. I mean, especially we, we do reach a few of those times where in uh, the colder parts of the year, which is basically four days in February, um, notices go out that the uh, with the temperatures fall, uh, the iguanas will also be falling out of the uh, out of the trees and please leave them alone. So, you know, that was something that I was wholly unprepared for reading in my email of, you know, please be mindful of falling iguanas. But, I mean, you know, iguana, yeah, I mean, such wait, is life. Uh, iguana season, like, uh, like the beautiful <laughs> New England, you know, leaf turning is, is, a, is, is <laughs> it's, it's quite a, quite a moment to behold. Yes. So I'd like to, to just jump into these minutes from the, uh, from the early spring in this community that really just supercharged my desire to get back into this. Uh, all right. So the, the meetings are as follows. Adjournment. The meeting ended abruptly at approximately 7.20 as the result of a homeowner-initiated physical assault on multiple board members. The homeowner was physically forced from the room. 911 was called. The Bedford Sheriff Department responded. The homeowner was also responsible for damaging a community ping-pong table, card table, and hallway door. Wow. I mean, chef's kiss of HOA minutes. Yeah, what's your what's your reaction to that, Stephen? What what's really going uh, I mean, on in let's start head? from the top. Uh, you know, uh, meeting was abruptly ended uh, after a homeowner uh, altercation. Is that the way it was written? Yeah, I believe the actual nomenclature is physical assault on physical multiple board assault. members. Do we have any 
additional background uh, police report on on what was happened was there. You know, was it take? Was it was it a ground and pound? Was was this sort of fisticuffs? <laughs> you know, nineteen fifty style. Like, what what are we thinking about? Um, you know, I have actually initiated a um, request for records under the Patriot Act. Um, I would like to know actually, more. Yeah, Freedom of Information Act. Yeah, Freedom of couldn't Information be, couldn't I mean, be a better use. Yeah, I would definitely. Uh, so I, honestly, at this point, TBD. I'm still waiting um, to to hear back from that, but I am hopeful that. The Patriot Act, in its you know infinite wisdom, will not fail us, and we can really get to the bottom of this and understand a lot more. I mean, I don't think there was any. I've already asked. There was no uh, CCTV footage. We, we're not getting any sort of ring cam, unfortunately. But um, at the same time, I think in an era of constant video bombardment, it's great to really just use your imagination and picture what I would imagine is a wood paneled boardroom um, in a small lake community in Southwest Virginia, and a guy just getting wild and guy uh, yeah I mean, I mean i could be a woman as i, where as I this start is, to think about this yeah. i see somebody i see you know uh one older gentleman choke slamming another older gentleman yeah. through a ping pong table i think you that's know probably and that's what the, brings me joy yeah the beauty of imagination you know i think that we can really let this you know go go where we where, where it, it may i mean who knows maybe it was a woman who also choke slammed another woman like there's it could be, you know, a, that's a true. I don't want to be sexist. Yeah, you know. Stephen, it's 2022. Please, that's I true. Mean, that's true. Women thank are you capable for, of thank violence. You for calling me out. Thank you for calling women me out. Women are plenty capable of violence. That's so, true. Yeah. I mean, if you, you know, you as a Florida resident knows that better than anyone. Oh, I've I've seen some things. <laughs> I, I bet. But yeah, I mean it. So I mean that, and then really, you know, for me, I want to know what what the the ping pong table and the card table, you know, and, and I guess a card table, I'm assuming there's, there might be a local poker night or, you know, I didn't really count on a card table being an amenity, but you know, go for it. I don't know if it's like Mahjong or, I mean, what, what are, what are they playing down there? I don't know. I'll have to find out. You're going to have to get in there. I mean, you know, some back room, smoke filled rooms, you're going to be conducting some real, you know, real tense community business back there. Likely. I mean, it reminds me a little bit, uh, I don't know, for, for some of our listeners, if anyone is, have you guys gotten on the Mrs. Maisel train or keeping up with the marvelous Mrs. Maisel? You know, Maisel? we haven't, we haven't kept up recently and maybe we've seen the first two seasons. I'm not sure how many there are, but I think we have seen two seasons. I think there might've been a third. Uh, the only thing that I, that is coming to mind now when I think of card tables is, you know, the, uh, Mrs. Maisel's ex-husband, he starts to try to run like a club lounge in a part of town. Mm-hmm. But the basement is like a, um, I think he's in Chinatown in, in Manhattan. And uh, the, like the underground is like a illegal Chinese yeah, card. And, and then there's, there's some, some love interest there played by a, a really, really talented actress. I, I love like that narrative. But it, that's kind of what I'm picturing is, yeah, just like some sort of secret gambling card ring in Southwest Virginia that, you know, we know nothing about. There's, it seems to be quite an underbelly in this otherwise small, peaceful community. So, you know, it, it, I just, I was not prepared to read that in kind of going through all of this paperwork. And I just thought, you know what? It's everywhere. It's universal. HOAs can be whatever you make them, but generally it's a power struggle that leads to hard feelings and sometimes hard fists going through card tables. Yes. Yes. No, that's true. And you know, one of the things that in this interim period of our, our hiatus uh, that, that, that reminds me of is 
uh, a fun little uh, beach read that uh, that I had uh, called uh, it's a, a book called Corruptible. Um, uh, you know who gets power and why, uh, and they have an, uh, an amazing story about HOAs because if you're going to talk about corruption and you're going to talk about you know petty tyrants, HOAs are basically ground zero. Oh yeah, um, and and that's what happens is that unfortunately with HOAs uh, amongst uh, larger institutions like even our government, uh, you know the people who seek that power uh, are are typically the ones who want to wield it with uh, with no, with no remorse uh, right. and, and basically just uh, you know control for controlling sake. Uh, but there's some interesting stories in there about. Just absolute psychopaths. Uh, so, recommend it to the readers. If you're looking for a nice, easy, you know, beachy bedtime read that has absolutely horrifying stories, uh, you know, <laughs> highly recommend it. Stephen, I love that. I love that this podcast in its second season now has, you know, gone up to, you know, even a much more scholarly level of of book club recommendations. You know, I think for those listeners that have stayed loyal and for some that are new here, we would encourage you to go back and, and listen. You know, we had some really harrowing tales of um, sex workers stealing succulents, um, you know, the case of the topless tanners. There, you know, there's, there's a lot of really wild, um, you know, I think we had one, uh, the, the sauna that almost was. So I think we're really kind of up-leveling from the, the smut of season one um, <laughs> into something that is going to be a much more scholarly take on this. But at the same time, we still want to we've, hear from you. We've grown as people. And yeah. I think, you know, the content has to, has to grow too. As I'm processing the pain of having uh, been part of the HOA and now I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm removed from that. Uh, it's, it's all bubbling up to the surface. It's a, well, and see, now you can look back on it with a much, you know, different lens. And I think that now you've had some space from it. So I, I actually think that the insights that our listeners will be getting for the second season are going to really, you know, just up the ante in terms of counsel and perspective and, uh, you know, and also consequences. And so I, I, I am I, I, so I think energized. that's true. I yes. mean, both, you know, the listeners, I think, are going to get the benefit of all of those costly therapy bills you and I both have. So. Oh, boy. Uh, you know, you, you guys, you guys get a free trip down, down, you know, pain, pain lane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that, I mean, that might be title of app. I mean, that, that, is, <laughs> perfect, that perfect. I, I think as a, as a, as an introduction to season two pain lane, I think is, is a great, great way to describe it. And I think, you know, one of the other things, um, you know, there are some people that are within our orbits that have dropped into homeownership, like we had mentioned earlier. And, um, have you know brought some of their belly aches to uh, to the surface to us as esteemed experts without any sort of real qualifications, and so I think we want to you know have a, a, a chorus of voices this season on on a variety of topics, and um, we also still want to hear from you very much. So our email is still very much in play, and we want to hear from you. And if you have any sort of underlying issues or questions, things that you really want to get answered. Um, you know, we're, we're there at, at HOA nightmares one at gmail.com. Um, and so we, we definitely want to, to hear from you. So, you know, keep us posted on, on a lot of, um, you know, the, the comings and goings of your own HOAs. Or if you are a, a homeowner outside of the HOA that comes with its own, you know, little interesting, uh, challenges as well of just living in a neighborhood dealing with renovations dealing with neighbors 
and, and everything that goes along with that, the, the petty struggles uh, of, of living in a, you know, a, a very residential area that I now do, uh, you know, it's, uh, it has its own, it has its own moments. Oh, I can imagine. And I, that is a whole other layer of nuance to this that I think is, you know, again, it just goes back to our listeners are getting an extreme value based on now our lived experience. So as someone who is an elder millennial who will likely die in this one one um, in South Florida, given market conditions and interest rates, whereas you as you know, a, a, a homeowner in the Carolinas that deals with a whole other host of issues. Um, you know, there's, there's really, a, an even greater perspective that I think we're both able to bring that frankly, I'm impressed by, I'm impressed by you, Steven, and I'm impressed by me. I'm impressed by you, Pat. I mean, you are now part of the landed gentry, you know, how you've, I, I'm impressed with how you have handled being, you know, a, a married white landowning, you know, member of society. I mean, you know, I don't think it's said enough how difficult uh, you know, white men landowners have it. You, you know, know. So exactly. You, you've really, you've persevered. I think is the word I'm looking for. Some might use the word a plum when they yeah. describe my journey. A plum, but you know, thank you. It has been a, a unique journey, one that has been paved with, you know, gilded stones. It's been extremely easy for me, and I, you know, certainly don't don't take that for granted. But it, you know, what comes with it is a whole grouping of silliness that you know as as anyone who's listened to us before knows that we don't take ourselves seriously at all and despite not having any qualifications we are just trying to get through all of this journey together and if we can help anyone we did have someone in season one who had reached out an amazing nurse that we are still grateful for to this day who needed some extra assistance and so we're always happy to at least offer our perspective it may be wrong um, we are and hold no liability to anything. Everything that we would describe to you is alleged um, to try to insulate ourselves from any you potential should, yeah, ramifications. You, Everything you should is absolutely seek legal counsel. Almost, <laughs> yes. almost, almost definitely. To, to if we give you advice, you want to seek legal counsel. Probably due to the opposite. For sure, but at least we have. You know, there are some some starting points, and I think just even over friendly conversation and mixed company uh, with those in our orbit who have dealt with certain issues. You know, it's something that I think sometimes it's just easier to have someone to bounce an idea off of or, hey, what have you guys done? And so that's what we hope that this season two will be is continuing to share, you know, silliness and things that happen that I think a lot of people can relate to. I mean, that was really what what also kind of reignited my, my fire in wanting to do this is there's an element of relatability to this that, you know, for anyone that's going through it in in that it is kind of like a universally identifying, um, you know, experience that, you know, as you're going through it, everyone has a story. And I think that one of the things that I've always loved in storytelling is just hearing other people's perspectives. And so I think that, you know, even just the, the sheer element of sharing a story or a situation that's been happening within your communities can be, you know, also kind of healing and freeing and also signaling to a lot of others that you're not alone in going through it. And it's not just your community that might appear completely unhinged it's everybody and so i think especially after two plus years of of a pandemic and um political and economic turbulence and just a lot of upheavals in pretty much every aspect of life have you know filtered down into you know every every little nook and cranny that we experience and so um you know i i can only imagine that the hoas certainly were not immune to that and if anything it's just required 
um, a whole level, you know, a whole other level of thinking as you approach certain issues and just man- maintaining your where you all live. And so I, I know it's certainly been something that we have experienced, um, especially too as you know the climate continues to change and things are are changing in our neighborhoods and we have to adapt and that's going to come with a whole other host of issues. And so um, you know I think that we want to continue that spirit of of tongue in cheek and and making it you know entertaining and fun and silly because it it, it is and that's the lens you have to approach it or you'll go absolutely bonkers but yeah, also i agree i think yeah. we you know if you can't if you can't laugh about it you know you're gonna cry about it and i think if we can we can you know make light of, of situations that we're all dealing with uh you know everybody out there has probably got their own sets of of stories and and wild occurrences and and, and we'd love to share that with everybody because you know, there's there's a lot of things that, you know, I think we've, we've all got to let it out uh, so that we don't just hold it in. <laughs> we've got to let it out. And I think, too, there is a quote. Of course, I, I am unable to recall the, the actual author, but it's something to the effect of, you know, to be the hero that you didn't have. You know, and I think that's what, uh, I don't know if that was Gandhi, Malala. It was some luminary of, of thought. And I think was that, that a housewife? Is, yeah, I mean, it also could have <laughs> Well, believe me, don't don't get me started. I mean, the, the quotes that come from those ladies are are also, um, you know, too many to mention and uh, too applicable to daily life. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that we want to be the hero that we didn't have in in the uh, in the HOA community, and so that's you know what we're hoping to offer to all of you. It's going to be a rousing season too. I think that there's a lot <laughs> lot of material to mine. So we're, we're looking forward to sharing it with each other and, and sharing it with all of you. Absolutely. So a bit of a shorter episode today, especially for our newer listeners. We wanted to just take a few moments to reintroduce ourselves to, uh, to some of you and, and also let those of you who have been very loyal, um, the tens of you who listened previously, that we are still here and we are, um, we're a little bit older. We're a hell of a lot wiser and um, we're going to be coming, you know, to you this season, and hopefully on a much more regular cadence. So please bear with us. Um, you know, Stephen, as a as a newer dad, has also navigated some of those challenges. So for those of you who haven't already sent him a hearty congratulations, he has an incredible son, um, along with his incredible wife, and they are just, you know, making it happen in in the Carolinas. And so yeah, um, happy to dedicate an entire episode to uh, the joys of the joys of childproofing. Uh, that's <laughs> been an adventure, yes. an ongoing adventure. Absolutely. That, that is certainly going to be on deck for this season and something that is, is incredibly important um, as a lot of us are entering a very different stage of life. Um, and But yeah, I mean, there's going to be a, certainly a lot more to come. So please make sure that you are, um, you know, keeping that email handy, hoanightmares1 at gmail.com. We will be a little bit more active on social media as well as the, the ultimate goal. But for now, you know, stay tuned to some, um, some musings and, and mixings here on uh, the second season. Looking forward to it. Thanks, right, everybody. Thank you all so much for listening.